Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm joined by Daniel and Mooney. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, good, mate. Good, Burma. I realise we've started this pod the exact same way for like the last three months. Consistency is key, mate. <laughs> Could spice uh, it up a bit, you know? Well, speaking of spicing things up, Team was Tuesday on a Wednesday night, boys, we're recording. Yeah. Very interesting. It's becoming Variety's the norm. The spice of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Organisation's not the forte, huh? <laughs> not for us, no. Um, speaking of uh, things not being our forte, we have had some audio issues that we are aware of from uh, from our last episode. So we are working to fix those. We will have a resolution. We'll post what, what exactly is going on on our socials. Um, there's been there's been thousands of people crying out saying, boys, boys, you've mucked it up, boys. Mil- millions probably actually letting us know. So uh, don't worry, we will get it sorted. To the to the billions of people listening, I've, I've gone up in increments every time. Uh, we will get it handled. Don't worry. Uh, but boys, big show, big show. A lot of suspensions, a lot of injuries, a lot of people jumping ship from the Raiders. Um, so, we well, um, love that. <laughs> hey, under two minutes, and I've already taken a swing. Here. <laughs> yeah, got to cop that one. Took pot yeah. shots, and you know why you weren't on the last one. So it's fine. That's right. It doesn't matter, mate. I don't, I don't listen to the crap. That's fine. <laughs> it doesn't have me. It's, it's not worth it. Uh, boys, let's get into it. Um, game one. Um, uh, the Thursday night fixture, Broncos and Storm. Then again, both teams, a lot of, lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions and whatnot. Uh, for the Broncos, uh, Tui Rabati uh, has been named to make his debut off the bench. Reese Kennedy moves from the interchange uh, to replace Matty Lodge. Uh, Anthony Milford, your boy Mooney's back. He's back, baby. Third, third recall's the charm. <laughs> about uh, to make been... another 200k this week. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he's in for Tyson Gamble, who's out uh, due to suspension. Uh, Albert Kelly keeps his spot at halfback. Herbie Farmworth is back. Uh, Dale Copley out of the side. Um, now for the Storm, Christian Welsh out. Uh, bit of swelling in his knee. Um, so he's out. Tui Kamakamitha comes into the starting side. Uh, Dean Iremia uh, joins the bench. Um, Jerome Hughes is back, boys. Uh, Cooper John slides out of the side. Um, uh, Kenny Bromwich, uh, another week on the sideline. Chris Lewis named in the sixth jumper again. Um, Parpy obviously still a few weeks away. Uh, boys, how do you see it? Daniel, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Um, look, it's going to be the storm. Again, another huge game for them, I think. Um, the Broncos will have a bit of confidence, though, coming off uh, beating the Roosters, but I still don't see the Storm losing after their performance last week. Um, talking about that Storm team, Chris Lewis actually was pretty surprising in, in the halves um, last week, played quite well. Um, but I think with Jerome Hughes back, he'll control most of the game. So um, expecting a huge score there for Jerome Hughes. And Nico Hines coming off the back of a 100 is very strong in this team and looks like a, a buy at the moment after his performances last week. Um, but I think that's pretty much it from this Storm team. Very under undermanned, understaffed, really. So um, they'll be hoping that they can keep the performances going, and generally they will. I don't see them slowing down anytime soon, even without half of their players. They're still a top two side. Um, Moon, do you want to talk about the Broncos? Um, yeah, a little bit yuck, this team, but that's all right. We'll get through it. Um, look, Jermaine Osaka, hopefully he can... He can uh, pick up a decent score here against um, an undermanned uh, Storm team. Look, if you held on to him, um, this is his time to shine through this origin period, I guess. Um, 
But look, Anthony Milford, if you held on to him, look, I suppose you can try and get another week's of uh, price rises out of him before he might get dropped for Tyson Gamble, who's back next week. So never know, still still a sell because, you know, you don't really want to hold someone whose um, spot in the team is in question every week. Um, but that brings me to Albert Kelly. Um, what, do you, what do you boys think on Albert Kelly? Looked good last week, I thought. Didn't look too bad. He's got funky yeah. headgear, so I'm all about him. <laughs> the over over He's mysterious, gear. therefore intriguing, therefore I want him. So <laughs> I'm all about him. Difference I get around him. He played quite well. Um, he probably will make a bit of cash, and with I'm assuming it depends, right? So because of the the merry-go-round that is the the Broncos halves, it could be that you know, Milford comes back in, has a blinder of a game, and now but Kelly's out next week and Gamble comes back in because it it really seems like Walters is probably going to stick with Gamble. He brings kind of a bit of a an oomph, a bit of a, you know, a bit of spark, I guess, to this um, Broncos team. So I think he'll probably stick with Gamble. But the other the other half that partners him, I think it's up to Kelly or Milford this game to prove themselves to hold that spot. And Kelly played quite well last week, so he's probably a nose ahead of Milford. But, um, yeah, could still drop out of the team. I think it's too big of a risk to go him, although he is quite cheap. And if you're happy to take that risk, um, go for it. The 270K should make, if he plays for the next three to four weeks, at least he should make another 150K probably. If he Ooh, scores in the 40s. Weeks. If he scores in the 40s, 50s, yeah, should. No? That's uh, like 30K sure. a week, isn't it? Four weeks, 30K a week. Maybe five weeks, sorry. <laughs> yeah, math adds up. But yeah, yeah, look, I agree with you. Risky, um, risky but good payoff. Could flop. Who knows? Um, I mean, he had five missed tackles as well um, for that forty-four. So if he cleans up his game and makes some tackles, it might be okay. But even before when he used to play for the Titans, he missed a shitload of tackles back then as well. So it also doesn't um, sound like this Broncos team to make a tackle. To be fair, so um, yeah, yeah, you're asking too much of him. Anyway, um, you know, Payne Haas has been a little underwhelming, but um, yeah, so hopefully he drops a bit of cash and can bring him in. Yeah, he's getting a ton this week. Hoping so. Patrick, week. Patrick, right. you heard it here first. Will into existence. That that works. Um, and look, TPJ is still a decent, decent um addition to your team, being a Julie and likely not to get picked for Origin. And um, look, I get around Tommy Flegler. I reckon he's still going to be a good pick. He scored a thirty nine last week. Yeah. Had some attacking stats, but um, minutes weren't great compared to the week before, just because um. They did something funky in their in their rotation last week for a one off, I think. But he'll be back back this week, scoring sixties, I reckon. Sixties, gross boy. It's happening. I I'm I think he's going to score well. On this show. <laughs> <laughs> he'll score well, but he's not going to score sixties. Come on, watch him. Not even Carrigan wasn't even scoring sixties when he was playing there. Hang on, yeah, I just said Carrigan I said Payne Haas was going to score a hat trick <laughs> against the Storm, but you're willing to jump in on Flegler with the possibility of a sixty on. <laughs> I Fair enough. And Daniel, None you of... have zero legs to stand on considering you backed Roberts and Embi. Get out of here. All I'm saying... Mate, is like... much more volatile. All I'm saying, Daniel's Your got volatility. me up on a pedestal. All I'm saying, <laughs> Daniel has me up on a pedestal. I'm the apple of his eye, ladies and gentlemen. Don't <laughs> um... about that. Yeah, look, that's the Broncos team. Anything <laughs> uh, else you want to touch on from that game, boys? No. I mean, yeah. not really. I think the there were some players that underperformed, but they're really... A hold at this stage, like you're Justin Olam. Um, he's probably a hold even with his low score last week. Um, he'll have those ups and downs. Could be on. But yeah, this that's week. probably it. 
Could be. Definitely yeah. should I think, be. I think this could be a get-right game for some of the Storm outside backs. I mean, that being said, Remus Smith keeps ticking along nicely, by the way. Remus Smith, little uh, little shout-out Sammy D. Caught it early in the year. He's been putting in some nice performances. So Yeah, we're know, talking we're on good centers as well. We've talked about how good Herbie is, so he's also yeah. still a actually could be, could be a, keeper. Yeah, it could be a decent little battle of centers, actually, this game. Um, uh, anything else we want to touch on from that game, boys? Nah, that's about yeah. it. Uh, beauty. Uh, let's go into the main game. Weird they're putting the main game uh, on the Friday 6pm <laughs> slot. Usually that's not the main game slot. But... The main game. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, boys, uh, Cohen Hess is back uh, from injury. Comes in for, unfortunately, Tamalola, who's been suspended. Um, but the good news is the hammer is back. Comes in for Keneally Lemuelu. Um, Lachlan Burr is out again, also suspended. Uh, someone headbutted his forearm, so he's out this week. Um, <laughs> uh, Frankie Molo, um, uh, hang on, the absence of suspended bench forward, Lachlan Burr and Frankie Molo. Okay, yeah, Peter Holland, and Corey Jansen coming to the side. Uh, Highland Lukey, the big dog, scored a try on debut, retains his spot this week, which is exciting to me. I like the look of him. Um, for the Warriors, Reese Walsh named uh, in the number one jumper again. God, he's silky. God, he just deserves it on physical appearance alone. So good on him. Uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek goes out to the wing. Um, Rocco Berry out for another week. Um, Bunty Afoa and Ben Murdoch-Masilla drop back to the bench. Kane Evans, Jack Murchie into the side, uh, into the run-on side. Uh, Josh Curran and Tom Arley still a week or so away. Mooney, get into it, mate. Rip in. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Warriors here. Um, mainly because I want to talk about Reese Walsh. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I think he's absolutely a, a buy now that he's being named in that number one jersey and um, RTS officially gone to the wing. I can't, the, based on his performances last week, especially, he had his hand in everything. Um, and it was the last hand as well. So he's getting all the try assists, the line break assists, um, and being, and tries. Um, he's sort of doing it all. So he's kind of going to be a must have for the price he is, considering. The, the rate he's making cash. I think he made like 60K or something last week, maybe 69K, I think, from um, I read. Nice. Um, nice. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. Um, so that's good. Um, I, yeah, still very much uh, getting me in. So he's officially broken even from where he started at the start of the year. 475 is where he started at, lost cash, and now he's made it all back again. So look, I'd, he could be priced at 700K the way he's going. Um Reese Walsh, so it's very impressive. Love watching him play. Hope, um, and I think that they're playing, you know, for their future Warriors team. And why fix? Uh, why why um change it if it's if it's working for you? So yeah, I think he's a almost a must have for your bench these days, considering how cheap he is for the price the um the scores he's getting. So don't mind that, which unfortunately means that RTS is going to be a sell. Um. Push to a wing is rough. Um, yeah, he scored a 60 last week, but he had a heap of attacking stats, try or two, a couple of line breaks, um, doing RTS things from the wing, but it's not going to happen every week. Um, what, yeah. What was encouraging, though, that he didn't stick to the wing. He did come in and play a bit through the middle, but, yeah, I think most of his time was spent out there. So, yeah. Yeah, look, he... Yeah, I unfortunately, it's the way it's kind of going to be. He comes, comes in for the hard runs. Um, which is great to watch, but it doesn't necessarily transfer to fantasy points, unfortunately. Um, but look, hopefully for this Warriors team and RTS, he can keep in the try-scoring form. Um, and otherwise, look, not really anything fantasy relevant between 
um, six and twelve in this um, in this Warriors team. If uh, Cody Nickaram is going to be a, a bit of a live wire, he's hit and miss. Um, so I, I probably wouldn't be taking the punt there. But Tohu Harris again must have um, um, must have at some point um, this year. I'd say considering the the consistent sixties is pumping out. Um, otherwise, that's probably about it. Unless you wanted to add something, want um, either of you boys? No, that's good. I think yeah, move on cool. to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look, the Cowboys team's pretty much the same, uh, just missing Talmalolo, uh, really. So uh, I think that's okay. He scored quite low uh, last week, Talmalolo. So um, he'll miss the next. I think it was two weeks, right? Two weeks. No, just the one. Just the one. Just the one. Okay. Well, he'll be back next week, but I think he's still going to be losing a bit of cash. So he might be a pickup, you know, three four weeks down the track when he loses a bit more cash, if he can, you know, start to get. Um, good scores again and good minutes. So uh, keep an eye on him as a pickup. Um, outside of that, we've been talking about the same two players from this Cowboys team for the last couple of weeks, and that's uh, Holmes and Drinkwater. Um, Holmes just been scoring at keeper level, uh, really, at the as a winger fullback. So um, as long as he keeps up that consistency, he's a very good pod. Not a lot of people have him, so we've talked about this every single week. So yeah, keep keep him if you have him, and if you don't have him, well, you're just kind of missing out on that pod, really. Um, Drinkwater as well, scoring well, getting lots of kick meters in the middle, in the action, and, yeah, in form, which is good for him as well. Uh, the other one now coming back, uh, so the Hammers back in the centers this week. Um, when he first got injured, it was just as the Cowboys were starting to get a bit of momentum, if I recall. They just won a game or two, um, and then he got injured. So it might be interesting to see how he scores uh, going forward, if he can get a bit more ball and some more attacking stats. Obviously, he's not known for his defense, but, I mean, if he's in, a, in and amongst the attacking stats um, in this Cowboys team, you might see his his price rise a little bit. He's under 400K. I think he's about 380. So he's still quite cheap and a decent uh, center option, but um, still has the risk, obviously, attached to him being so cheap currently. So... One to look out for in a week or two, because if he can perform well in this performing Cowboys team, then he might be a, a decent player to jump on while he's cheap. Uh, but I think that's pretty much it from this Cowboys team. Tommy Gilbert, where do you see him? Uh, I, look, we talked about this the other day. I see him as a, a standard scoring front rower for the time being. He'll score about a 40, 45 a game, and that's probably going to be him. I don't see him over that and he's probably priced about right maybe stands to gain about 20 30k if he's lucky fair enough i mean he might he might play a bit better with tamalolo out like he might get a few more minutes but um i don't see him long term being any anything special i don't know watching him live moon do do, i don't see this often but watching uh moon and i were at magic round and i remember we watched we watching tommy gilbert live in action and mooney you, you got a bit of a twinkle in your eye about the young man didn't you Oh, he Tell looks. He looks good. I love. I loved it. See, he said that to me. That's exactly what he said. He goes, "Oh, geez, Tommy, Tommy Gilbert looks good." And I was like, "You know Eyes what, mate? watering. You know what, mate? You're bloody right. He does look good. You know what? Look, when you bang on there, mate, he does look good. So you know what? I'm all for the Tommy Gilbert chat, buddy. Get him in your side. Yeah, thank you. I agree. Oh, good uh, draft player. Yeah, not good in classic. I'm leaving it at that. We'll see. You're right, wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Um, moving on to the Tigers and Dragons. Now, uh, big news for you, Daniel. Jimmy the Jet is back, baby. He is back. Uh, come, he comes under the wing. 
Um, Tommy Talau into the centres. Joey Joey Lelua dropped. Um, Jake Simpkins. No, I don't think he was uh, dropped. Joey Lelua was he dropped or is he? I can confirm he's dropped. Oh, it says it says Joey Lelua dropping out of the squad. So don't take it up with me. Take it up with NRL.com. <laughs> all right, buddy. I'm, I'm the messenger. All right, just trying to do my job. Um, you're throwing off my groove. Um, all right, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Jake Simpkin out of the side. Tommy Amone uh, takes his place for the Dragons. <laughs> Boy, howdy! This is a long list of outs. Uh, Joshy Kerr uh, misses a few weeks on top of basically all the uh, all the other issues they've got. Uh, Tarek Sims returns after a one match ban. Um, Paul Vaughan into the starting side after starting on the bench for Poasa Fomacilli. Uh, Daniel Alvaro comes back into the bench. Cody Ramsey is back uh, after copying a head knock uh, halfway through the game last week. Uh, Jaden Hunt um, and Max Figai failed HIAs, um, but they are named. Uh, sorry, Braden Williami uh, has been renamed to replace Figai, I believe. Um, Tala Atu Amoni drops back to the interchange as well, and Jared Beal is into the side, boys. Uh, Daniel, how do you see it? Yeah, um, Tigers should put a thousand points on here if they're uh, if they want a challenge to be a top eight team. Um, oh, hang on, I just want to interject there. Tigers and the word tigers. should. Yeah, yeah. You say the word tigers and the word should, it immediately means just throw the house on it, going the other way. <laughs> yeah, the dragons are probably <laughs> going to win this. Then. The tigers should do a lot of things. Yeah, look, they really should win this game if they want to challenge for the top eight, but who knows what's going to happen with this one. Um, Dragons put up a valiant effort last week, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, st- they're struggling with all their players out at the moment. Um, I'll talk about the Dragons, I think, in this one. Um, Jack Bird being very consistent in the centres, scoring well, uh, looks to be a very good have and pretty much a keeper, I think, at this point, scoring good base stats around the 30 to 35 points. And, uh, yeah, when he gets a couple of tackle busts and, you know, try assist, try kind of thing, he'll, yeah, he's up there around the 50 mark. So looks like a very good, consistent centre and probably a must-have or one of those, you know, top-tier centres that you probably want in your team. Outside of that, Ben Hunt had a had a pretty good game last week. Scored sixty nine, very nice. nice. Um, probably, probably going to be playing Origin. We think we think he's getting a bench spot. What do you guys reckon? He's yeah in and around that squad there somewhere, surely. Yeah, if if not in the squad, he's probably going to camp anyway. So might not be, um, maybe not be playing. Might be you know snag a bench spot. Who knows what's going to happen there? So um, a bit awkward to jump on him now. But if you have him, he's definitely a hold at the, in the Dragons team here. Um, an interesting one in Billy Burns coming into the, sec- the starting second row spot. Played around the centres and off the bench a little bit. Um, but I think if he gets eighty on that edge, could prove to be a pretty good scorer. He played in the I second don't... row last week. He played 73 minutes in the second row. Got a 33 missed. Something somewhere around the two million tackles, I think. Um, so oh, okay. So he missed it. What's your live? I thought it was more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, um, he's he's only 270k though, and if he can clean up those missed tackles, he doesn't look terrible. He just doesn't have. Uh, I'm looking at his stats now. He did not get any running meters last week, um, so not much of the ball came his way, and I think that's probably because the ball went to Josh Kerr because he got a shitload of tackle busts and meters. So um, if Billy Burns can get around the ball a bit more, he actually doesn't look like a terrible option. Um, is quite cheap, decent edge forward. As long as he keeps that starting second row spot, might be a decent um, option as a cash cow, might make a little bit of cash, but um, he's probably the... 
only talking point in this Dragons team, I'd say. The rest of them are only going to be there for a little bit, so don't be too worried um, about them. Andrew McCulloch dropped a heap of cash now around the 650 mark. Do you see him as a pickup and a good, you know, bench player that you should have towards the end of the year? Uh, yeah, no. Up. No, he has not been consistent enough. He dropped from... He was very consistent at the start of the season, getting a lot of tackles, doing a lot of work in defence, but the last couple of weeks, he's dropped 10 tackles a game. Um, he's, yeah, very... Yeah, very... I wasn't... I was going to say lazy, but he's not lazy. He's just not doing as much work as he used to, so... Um... Yeah, probably not a go. And the fact that he only played, he played in round 90, only played 67 minutes against a Storm 64. And obviously last week he played the whole game plus some, but still um, probably want him to be getting 60 plus to bring him in. It'd be a bit hard on him, I reckon. Like He's not played 80 minutes twice, but he's scored 50 plus in every game bar one, where I'm pretty sure he had an, a head knock or something like that and that. Game fractured against, the against the storm, yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Um, so and again, it's against the storm. So, Daniel, uh, you, you want to know what it is, man? Daniel's salty because he's got him in his draft league. I do and, too, and, he, and he's and he's not performing, so he's he's having issues. He's captained him a few times, and it's just not going very well for him. So... This is the only place I can have a shot at him. Let me just shoot my shot. <laughs> Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I if he can get a sixty one. yeah, if he can get a sixty or a sixty two, you know, in the next couple of weeks, Mike. Sixty two is very Lowish sixties is what I'm looking at. Like if he can hit around that mark, then I'd be happy to pick him up again. But he's too close to these fifty, fifty five ish scores, which is a bit um sad. It's very Jake Trebojevic type scores, which I don't like. Easy now. Yes, um, and I'm shooting one at you this time, Moon. There you go. <laughs> if you look at around that price range, like 663, um, there's not a whole lot around there that's going to be scoring you 55, 60 every week, though, to be fair. So I, I don't mind it if you can't afford anyone any high, any more than that. Um, I personally think it's a red-hot um, pickup. He's still got a bit of cash to lose, though, right? Yeah, look, he might lose some. He might make some. He's going to be one of those people who sort of... Well, since that 30, 30 score, his break game is probably around the 70 or 80, to be fair. And he'll hit consistent 50s. It'll it'll come down gradually. But, you know, he's going to be someone like the Tohu Harris who um, is going to be have like a 40K window where he'll make some and lose some just because he got a 61 one week and a 65 the next week. He loses, you know, 5, 6K here and there, makes, you know, the same amount the next few weeks. So I think Andrew McCart's going to be a little like that. Um, yeah, fair. You know, but, you know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be too worried. I think you get what you pay for sort of with Andrew McCulloch. But that's just me. Anyway, um, talk through these Tigers. Yeah, I'll talk through the Tigers. Um, the very few talking points that are in this Tiger squad. Um, look, I find them all tr- kind of traps at this stage considering how, how much they changed their team. Dane Laurie's still a hold for me though. Um considering oh, as you said in the last pod, um, Daniel, that it was very good to see, you know, he was struggling a little bit, was on about twenty four with ten minutes to go and then one play he gained he gained he double his score. So um that was that was nice to see and against the Dragons he could very well score a million. So um, he's still a hold and will be handy player to have through this origin period, especially, um, Dewey, Dewey's an interesting one. Like he, he had a bit of a fail score last week, so we'll drop a bit of cash, but 
while he's in the centers, I don't love it. Um, if he goes back to five eighth, I think that's a much better, um, a much better option. If you're going to pick him up as a point of difference winger fullback, um, yeah, don't love him playing in the centers. Yeah. To be honest, I don't mind. I don't mind him at centers at the moment. Just the fact that he's going to score, like lowish scores for a center. Like he'll obviously get a, a fifty or a sixty every now and then when he has a good attacking game, but. Those scores when he's starting to get a twenty or a thirty, he's going to come down a lot in in price, and he might be a good pickup if he moves back to five eight. Like I would jump on him in a heartbeat. Yeah, interesting. I it's always a risk again with this Tigers team. Um, who knows what they're going to do the next week? Um, so yeah. you know he might go back and play five eight next week, and then the week after they'll stitch you up. So I don't know. I find him a little bit of a trap these days, considering he hasn't won that that number six jersey, which seems ridiculous considering yeah. how good he was playing. Um, Moses Emba is still a bad pickup. Jacob Little's probably going to play 80 the way it's looking, which um, kind of sucks um, for every fantasy owner who had him at the start of the year and sold him. Jake Simpkin yeah. stitched us all up. That's fine. Um, <laughs> otherwise, everyone else is pretty null. I've, my boy Alex Twiles getting done dirty. Um, he's now around the five... 50 or something ridiculous for for him because he's lost a heap of cash, but his minutes are still up in the air. Played 70 last week. Um, yeah, 588 he's priced at now. Um, yeah, still still a bit of a trap considering, um, as I've just mentioned, this Tigers team, who knows what they're going to do. So, If he starts yeah. to get consistent minutes, would you go near him? Yeah, yeah, rig-based. Absolutely. <laughs> rig-based. Only needs two consistent scores on him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, yeah. Honestly, I'm kind of on him now still. I also have him in a draft <laughs> league, so I'm um, I'm always on him. But yeah, don't love watching him sit on the bench because he gets done dirty. The only player in that team who can make consistent tackles, so he's a live wire. Get him in. Line breaks for fun. <laughs> Zero line breaks to his name this season. I don't think he's made a line break <laughs> in his life. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. Oh, he hasn't. Scored, he hasn't scored a try for almost. Um, I don't think. I don't think he's ever. Line. I don't. Think, I don't think he's ever scored a try. Yeah. Yes, not was robbed the other week. Like if, he, if, he ever, if he ever if he ever comes a try scorer, boy howdy, watch his points soar, baby. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he starts getting a few tries. All of a sudden, starts ticking along nicely. That's all I'm saying. I lied. Watch he did. Out. Alex Twiles coming. Oh, yeah, imagine back in. Oh, sorry, God. I was just gonna say he did have one line break against the weakest team in the comp, the the cows. So uh, lucky hey, him. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Who won that game? We smashed them by four. <laughs> yeah, fucking smashed them. I'm just gonna say you just bloody you just stop it, all right? You be nice. Okay, sorry. We'll move on. That's right. fine. Um, boys, <laughs> we 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 could see Nathan Cleary break. His own record again here. <laughs> if, if if he if he decides to be you know Nathan Clear, if he he could take the afternoon off here though and still put on a lazy seventy odd. But uh, we've got the Panthers and the Dogs boys. <laughs> the Panthers, it's 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 the, it's the it's the biggest one. It's the biggest bloody odds I've ever seen for for a head to head um matchup. Have you have you seen the odds? Oh, Daniel, I think you might have been USC sent them to me. Twenty one dollars the Dogs are or something like that. Yeah, still unders. They're still unders, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're getting ripped off. Um, uh, for the Panthers, Kurt Catewell, uh, he's out for a week um, after a crusher tackle. Moses Leota comes back in uh, to the side. Liam Martin goes back to the back row. Uh, Dilly Edwards still out for another week or so. Uh, Stephen Crichton stays at fullback. Momorowski 
Stays in the centres for the Dogs. Jack Hetherington, uh, he's back after he beat the attempted murder charges on uh, on Val Holmes. He's back. Uh, Josh Jackson is back as well. Ava Siumanafangai draws back to the to the interchange. Adam Elliott uh, goes to, back to the second row. Chris Smith is out, suspended. Uh, Jackson Tapini um, replaces Sione Katoa at dummy half. DWZ is going to play despite copying a little bit of an injury. Aaron Shoup keeps his spot. Um, Waddell and Atoni out of the side altogether. Um, boys, Mindy, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'm going to talk about this Panthers team just because I want to purely say that how funny is it that you know the Panthers have a few injuries and they fill their spots with just absolute weapons. They, their depth is ridiculous. Um <laughs> In this team, I also didn't know that Robert Jennings or forgot that Robert Jennings um, played for the Panthers and can't can't crack a spot in this team. Um, yeah, look again, um, the usual suspects. It's going to be tons all round for this um, this Panthers team. Um, going to have to captain Nathan Cleary. Um, uh, I think unless he does something, something happens. Oh, actually, Dallin tried to take his head off last time, so. Um, Watch out, but nah. Oh, that's a I, that's a hey, good point. What did he score? What did he score last time? I think time he scored played? a sixty or a sixty-five. Um, His lowest score. It was in the wet weather, um, too. That was pouring down that game, yeah. and Dallin took his head off as he was midline break too. So he had another fifty meters in him yeah. and a try. To be fair, it was so. eighty-two in round two. Eighty-two, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Dallin robbed him. <laughs> eighty-two, I, and he only played seventy minutes. Correct. <laughs> He's a joke. Oh, that was when Momorovsky was on like twelve with like ten minutes to go and scored two tries in the space of thirty seconds and got a got a fifty or something like that. That game that was a weird game, that one. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's gonna be much for muchness for this um Panthers team though. Um Stephen Crichton back at full back though, hopefully means he starts losing a bit more cash, um, because he doesn't typically score as well there. Um, I'm loving watch, um, watching Matt Burton play, though, I must admit. Um, racking up tries for fun, and the fantasy scores are unreal. Looking like a real keep option in the centres, um, assuming that he comes back and keeps his spot, which it's hard to keep him out of this side, the way he's playing. Um, and... Yeah, I know we were talking yeah. about this a couple of days ago. Sorry to butt in again, Moon. No, but right. I, I've thought about it a little bit more and looked at his actual stats. He has some, like when he doesn't score tries or get many attacking stats, his scores are very low. You read that um, post on Facebook, didn't you? What I post? I saw a post on Facebook about this today. Someone posted his stats. Someone went on a little bit of a rant and I had to read, but they, they wrote an essay about how Matt Burns actually very underwhelming and, you know, these are the typical scores that a centre should score, um, you know, and it ends up being around the, thir- the low 30s in base stats. And the way Matt Burton plays, you know, he actually scores around the, the teens because he doesn't do a whole lot when he's not got no attacking stats, um, oh. which I find interesting. But I, I think that you're in this Panthers team and everyone is an attacking, uh, it potential to be attacking. So I think it's hard to keep him out, right? But anyway, you keep yeah. going. Well, I was going to say, like, he's definitely going to be a good option to go. I think he's a, a buy coming into the origin period just for the fact that he'll play center for the next couple of weeks and he'll definitely play well this week and he'll score well over the origin period just because he's going to be moving to half. There's no way Cleary's not going to be in this origin team and he's definitely going to be rested just based on the the amount of um, the amount of uh, work that they're going to have to, the, to do, obviously, for the Panthers. So, um, 
Burton's going to be playing at halfback uh, for the Panthers for the next what first round of Origin, round 13, through to round 17. So he's going to make a, a ton of cash, probably get close to, what, 650, 700K, just the way he scores in half. He gets a ton of kick meters, ton of attacking stats, probably going to be scoring 60s for fun. Um, and then after that, it, he'll probably go back to center. I don't see Momorowski taking that spot back just because of how good Matt Burton is, but then his scores will obviously taper off a bit. So you can definitely use him as a cash cow, um, but don't know about, you know, um, maybe the whole season. I don't know about that. I don't think this Cleary kid, I don't know if he'll play Origin this year. I don't know if he's shown enough yet. So I just I just <laughs> hold your horses on that one. I don't know about this Nathan Cleary fella. And jury's out for mine. So just, buddy, just hold your horses, I reckon. Anyway. Anyway, that's probably about it that I can talk about with this Panthers team. Same everywhere. They're all, all guns. Yep. So moving on to the Dogs team now. Um, Kotrick bounced back with a, a pretty good score on the weekend. And actually, this shoot fella wasn't too bad either uh, for the Dogs. Obviously, didn't. Uh, finished the game um, in the end, but um, I mean, sorry, he he went off with a HIA, I think, mid mid game, but um, looks pretty handy. Didn't have any demerits and scored okay for a centre, so not a terrible start to his career. Other than that, uh, Jake Avarillo was very good in the halves, very, very handy centre option in fantasy. If you have him and didn't sell him early on when a lot of people did, kudos to you. He is... Probably a keeper at this stage, as long as he's holding that halfback spot. Um, I think Flanagan in the reserves might come back into the team, so he might lose some some of his kick meters, Avrilo, but um, I still expect him to score quite well uh, while he's in that 5-8 uh, um, spot. So I wouldn't imagine he would be a sell anytime soon. Outside of that... Interesting to see Topine, 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 whatever we whatever we were calling him. I can't remember his name and how it's pronounced because he's been out of the team for so long. Um, interesting. Topine? Topine, sure. He's the one, he's back the at one number variation nine. he didn't say. So, exactly. Um, yeah, back at nine. And I mean, I don't think anyone held him, right? Like he was a he was a good cash cow at the start, played three or four rounds, made a decent amount of cash. I think he made about a hundred and something K. Um yeah, he made a bit over 100k. Still has a low break even. So if you still had him on the emergencies, um, very very lucky for you that he's back in the squad. I think he's out because Katoa's out, um, either injured or with concussion symptoms. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, decent for him. Ja- Josh Jackson as well back in the squad. He's going to make a ton of tackles this week. So expect him to make about 50, 60 odd tackles and score about a 50, 60 this week. Uh, and that'll be very interesting to see how Luke Thompson goes as well. Cause um, with Josh Jackson back in the squad, taking a bit of the, the work through the middle off him. Um, hopefully Thompson can still uh, put out keeper level scores. Cause I think he's been averaging about 55 to 60 over the last couple of weeks. So 64 over the last three rounds or something like that. I think I read today. Love that. So yeah, if you have, if you picked up Thompson in the last couple of weeks, um, I mean, he might have a, an underwhelming score this week just because they're playing the Panthers and most um, of the lower teams do when they're playing the top, you know, top two, top four squads. So um, don't be too disheartened by that. Um, definitely still a keeper, but that's probably about it from this Bulldogs team. You you guys have anything, Dad? No, I reckon. I oh, actually, no, me. Borrow me. I was just saying you've covered it, Daniel. Did you have something to say, though? No, I'm sweet. Beauty. Sure. I'm good. sure yeah, nobody has anything to say about this dogs team. Less, less said about the dogs, the better. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, as, as hard as it is, we're, we're going to move on from the dogs. Um, 
All right, boys, moving on to uh, rabbits and eels. Uh, what could be the game of the round? Uh, Cam Murray is back. Jacob Host uh, also back. Comes into the side for Liam Knight and Jaden Sewer. They're both out. Josh Mansour out with a head knock. Tony Mills comes onto the wing for him. Uh, Jai Arrow into the starting side at prop. Tom Burgess back to the bench. Um, Harmes Seller joins the bench. Jake Cartwright is out. Uh, for the Eels, RCG, uh, early guilty plea and is out. Um, Oregon Kafusi moves to the starting side. Nia Corey joins the bench. Um, and those are the teams. Daniel, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. I'll talk about the, the Parramatta team. Um, pretty much same as usual uh, with the the typical omission of Dylan Brown again um, with Jacob Arthur there at 5'8". Um, I think we've pretty much spoken on all of these players uh, over the last few weeks and whether they're good keepers or not. I think the main one that's come up recently is uh, the Papali'i and Madison kind of taking minutes off each other, playing in over the top of each other, taking points off each other. Like um, it's, it's probably the, the most interesting one here at Parramatta. I don't see... I honestly don't know because it's only been two rounds of them playing together. Um, Madison's had one big week and Papali'i's had one big week. So we're really not probably enough information to go off in terms of who's going to be the best scorer going on long term. But it's definitely hindering both of them a little bit. They're probably not hitting their obvious peaks like they should be. Like Madison should definitely be hitting, you know, close to 60, 65 a game. Same with Papali'i, especially in the starting squad. So um, probably need a couple more weeks. And I would say if you have either of them, they're a hold. But I wouldn't be jumping on either of them yet either if you don't have them. So um, I think give them another week or two to see how it settles down there. Just because the the rotation kind of changes game to game, I think, at the moment. So still trying to find how they both play well together in this Parramatta squad. So it might be one to just keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks if you are looking at either of them to buy. Um I mean, both of them will still score well. There's no doubt about that. But I think one or two, one, well, probably one of them's probably overpriced at this point in time and could come down in a bit of cash um, as well. So keep an eye um, on those two. Uh, what do you boys reckon? Um, yeah, a few weeks ago, I, lo- I really liked Matto as a pickup. Um, that was when he scored his 70 and was going to play 80 and then <laughs> threw a span in the works last week, not playing 80. But, you know, yeah. I'm really hoping that they nicely, you know, alternate their weeks of who's going to score big. So I think Matto goes big this week and then you pick them both up and then you alternate them. I think that's the way to play this. <laughs> They're going to do really nicely for him. Now, I... Oh, they're both theoretically really good options, but who knows the way they're going to do these rotations as well. And if Matto goes and plays Origin, uh, probably not, but... On the odd chance he does, um, then Isaiah Papali will he be. He might even just be in the squad, though, to be honest. So he might miss some game time just through being in the squad. He might, but then they might just play him because he's he's not playing. Um, it, it depends. I don't really know what the what the Parramatta run through Origin uh, through the Origin period is. If they have some pretty easy games, then they mightn't risk him. Just considering he's probably got some increased workload with their training uh, with his training through the Blues the Blues squad. So. I don't know. Maybe wait a couple of weeks to see what they do with this Origin team for Origin 1 and whether you pick up Matto. Um, otherwise, if you have either of them, they're holds at the moment. Yep. Going to be long-term holds, I dare say, unless say, it's something ridiculous happens. But, yeah, don't mind them. Yeah. I guess the other ones are uh, Marnie. What do you reckon about him? He's come down a lot in price. He's under 700k now. He was over 800 
I think, at one point in time. Um, he's kind of similar to McCulloch. He was having huge scores at the start of the season, doing a lot of work, and his his stats have kind of come back a bit over the last couple of weeks. Um, do you reckon he's a good pickup in the future when he stops like price, like dipping in price so much and starts to get some good scores? Because he's had a few sub 40 odd scores. Like he had a 21 against the Roosters, and then last week he only got a 46 against Manly. So a few pretty I underwhelming. I wouldn't get scores. him till late. To be honest, because he's going into Origin, so who knows what what that's going to look like. So yeah, I, if, he gets if, picked up as well. Reed Marnie in Origin, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, Harry Grant, yeah, Harry Grant's only played like one game this year or two games this year. Yeah, he's absolutely. in Def Origin one as well. Like they're trying yeah. to train him just for Origin one. Really, I don't think he's going to come back. Reed, yeah, Reed Marnie, absolutely. He's he, he the next one. Are, he's the next yeah. one in. Jake Friends oh. the other one. Um, oh, yeah. I reckon. I reckon Reed Marnie starts Harry Grant off the bench. That's yeah. a, that's what Cameron Smith said anyway. The only other option is they play Ben Hunt at hooker, but yeah, I don't no. know that. Or Reed, Reed Marnie is one of the best hookers in the comp right now. So yeah, for mine, Reed Marnie all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I agree. <laughs> Love yeah. that. I guess um, you have Marnie starting Hunt off the bench or something like that. Yeah, that looks quite nice. If Harry Grant doesn't play, but it'd be interesting yeah. anyway. Um, but I reckon even if Grant's fit, I don't reckon Grant plays 80. I reckon they go the tandem, Marnie and Grant. Yeah, I think so too. That's yeah, That's just my thoughts. Okay, there you go. Yeah, maybe wait till after Origin then. Mm. Again, wait and see for Origin team list to see what to see what the go is there. Because I'm what I'm really hoping is he gets picked on the squad, plays you know maybe plays off the bench, and then comes and plays half the game for Parramatta. You know, and they. Um, they just manage his workload a lot, bring him down, heap in cash, and then he's absolutely a pickup after Origin if he loses a bit more cash. If he's down around under 700k, he's a steal, in my opinion. He's Yeah, he's under 700k now, so he might even go lower. Really? Under 700k now? Oh, yeah, he's six, 690 or 680. Oh, he's heaps of cash. Oh, well, if he gets down to around 600, he's even more of a steal. But yeah, he's a good pickup now if he, um, after Origin, I say. Yeah, considering he's 80 cool. hooker. Yeah. Mm. Want to touch on this Rabbitohs yeah, team? Anyway, let's talk about this. Yeah, Rabbitohs squad. Um. Yeah, Latrell came back. He didn't. I oh, got downgraded. Down <laughs> updates were a killer last week. Yeah. <laughs> points through um updates that sucked, but a little underwhelming. But it's hard when you're losing 56 to 12 against a Panthers team, I guess. So. Uh, I guess you could say he's done all right there, but I expect Latrell to go back to his um, his scoring ways. I think over the, I think I read something today, including the last week's score, he was averaging something in the 60s for his last three um, last three games. And I think that once he finds his combination with Cody Walker, Dan Gagai, um, Alex Johnson, you know what what they were doing so well before, um, he'll get his scores back up. Um, you know, he's spent a month out of the game, so I expect him to... He'll be a long-term hold, absolutely not a sell, even if he produces a sub-pass score this week. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's a gun. We know what he's what he's capable of. Um, other than that, yeah, not heaps. Adam Reynolds, still a cheeky point of difference. His scoring's still a little up and down. Don't know what he did last week, but it can't have been great. Um, I think somewhere in the 40s, maybe, off the top of my head, but... Um, that's sort of what you get from Adam Reynolds. He seems to be almost on par with Mitchell Moses, maybe less upside from what he what he was producing at the start of the season. Um, but yeah, interesting. Probably wouldn't go near him still. Uh, Damian Cook is been a little underwhelming as well, but 
Again, if he drops a heap of cash, he's a pick-up after Origin. Um, sit him on your bench somewhere would be nice. And Cameron Murray, um, he's under 700k. If they, if he gets consistent minutes around the 65, um, he's absolutely pick-up. But, um, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they... Oh, no, probably they won't. They might manage his workload here. He's back early, but he should be all right. He is also probably going to go into um, Origin as well. So... Probably not a pick-up now, but if you've held him for this long, you may as well hold him for a little bit longer, I guess. Um, but if he drops a bit of cash as well, don't mind him. as a, He'd almost be a point of difference at this stage as well, um, considering all the people that dropped him. So Julie would be handy. But other than that, I don't think there's much more to talk about in this Rabbitohs team. Um, uh, Dan Gagai, maybe, uh, as a keeper centre. Um, now that Latrell's back, he should have a boost to his scoring but yeah again he'll play center for Queensland so not a pick up till after origin but yeah I think that's about it Gagai's still got a lot, of, a lot of cash to lose as well so um, mm. he, even a couple of rounds after origin when he's back um, let him lose yeah. a little bit more cash until he gets a good score and then yeah I think he's going to be a keeper center with Latrell back in the team yeah he's very right. spendy and he's a Julie as well so yep. always spendy Love that. Yeah, now now that Luttrell and Murray are back as well, I I think the Rabbitohs get themselves back on track this week. To be honest, unfortunately, Daniel, I reckon they I reckon they do a job <laughs> on your boys this week. Nah, well, you're, you're wrong, but okay. Oh, I mean, I could agree with you, but then we both be wrong. So you know how it is. <laughs> Same story every week. Yeah. Anyway, speaking well, of winners, let's talk about the Raiders. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, let's do it. Thank you. Thank you. Me with All right. I, love it. I can go through a quick out with you. Uh, George Williams out this week. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he might be out just. Uh, well, you actually know what? He's no might about it. He's gone. He's, uh, he's, he's set sail. He's gone back to England. Um, he's had just, enough. Just quietly. Look, you guys read through all the all the stuff between James Hooper and um, George oh, Williams over the last couple of days. Proper petty, it's top yeah. shelf banter. <laughs> oh, I love gross. it. I don't, I don't. Yeah, honestly, I don't know who to believe, but it's just oh god, it's a lead in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, I, having a field day. Yeah, bloody oath. Um, look, I'm actually going to start with the Roosters squad here. Uh, Victor Bradley Kornsky's lost his mind last week, and uh, now he's lost his job for five weeks. Uh, Angus Crichton uh, gone for two weeks. Uh, Radley out, so Isaac Liu moves from prop to lock. CRC Watakiaho uh, is going to start at prop. Uh, Daniel Saluka Fafita joins the bench. Josh Morris comes back. Um, and Joseph Suwali drops back to the reserves. Now for the Durs. Good news, Jack Whiten's back. Bad news, the rest of the team's in shambles. Um, <laughs> Josh Hodgson's back as well. Uh, Jordan Rapana back from a hamstring injury, so he'll top score for you this week, Daniel. Um, Sam, Sam Williams is uh, is in. The, I reckon the only bloke that's happy about this situation is the other Williams, Sam Williams. He's now, he's now, he's now got a consistent starting gig, George Williams. Um, he's Gornski's. Uh, Tommy Starling's still going to start at nine. Um, Sammy Valame uh, out of the side for Rapana. Uh, C.S. Oliola named uh, on the bench. Hudson Young, Gornski's. Um, Brad Schneider is also out this week. Um, Elliot Whitehead, uh, apparently got a pretty dodgy finger injury. Uh, has been named to play. Um, apparently. Uh, you were yeah. at right angles. Oh, I got suspended. Did too. Uh, yeah, entered a not guilty plea. Um, and then Chance is obviously back into the team. What's that? Hudson Young surely comes back into the team and starts in the second row then too. Mm. Uh, the other news 
is kind of like no news, but yeah, Chance is uh, going to be out for an extended period with uh, Caleb Aikens retaining that fullback spot. Um, Daniel, kick us off, mate. Yeah, just just quietly, Burmo, mate. Great, great team list read there. That's one of the best of the season. I love that. It's good. Thank Entertaining. you. I'm, I'm trying here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll talk about the Roosters. Um, yeah, pretty disappointing for them last week. Um. I think it, it kind of came off the back of Radley a bit as well. Just the the sheer amount of aggression and stoppages and him getting sent twice. There was so much in that. So, yeah, I think the Roosters will hopefully bounce back this week. And, I mean, they're against the Raiders, so they definitely should be with um with the way the, the Raiders are going at the moment. Um, Sam Walker. I Sorry. I it, We've been saying this for the last four weeks. It can't be a surprise now, Moon. I blame Charlotte. Charlie, you're killing me here. <laughs> God, she's called it. So early on as well. We haven't done hot takes since. We might need to get her back on just so she can say the Raiders are going to win a game. I don't know when the Raiders play the Dogs. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's the only sh- Oh, actually, you know what? Don't worry, Moon. Brighter horizons are, are on the way because Raiders have the bye next week and you can't lose to the bye. Nice. Watch us. We'll try. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, the the big talking point from this Roosters team is Sam Walker and what to do with him. Um, yeah, look, there's not much you can really say. He's probably a sell. Uh, if you're brave enough, you could honestly risk holding him just because he's definitely going to play through the Origin period. Um, but he, if you if you're using him as a cash cow and that's all he's there for, then yeah, this week he's probably a sell. I think his break even's in the the high sixties. Outside of that, Crichton will be out of this team as well, so expect Nat Butcher to come in into the second row there. Um, he might put on a good show as well, Get generally gets good scores when he starts. But outside of that, I think the rest of this, um, this Roosters team not really looking out. Lockie Lamb might get a decent shout. I mean, he scored, didn't score great on the weekend, but the week before that, he did a lot of work and got a, a mid-40 score. Has a little bit of cash to make, but uh, probably not one to waste a trade on. So I think that's really it from this Roosters team. Teddy's a bit unders, but he's going into Origins, so probably a, a wait, wait on him. But yeah, Moon, Raiders. Yeah, let's do it. Um, oh, look, <laughs> who do you really talk about? His Sam Williams is absolutely not a pickup. I don't, don't. He can't be very much in price, but I think he's a trap. He didn't really, <laughs> didn't really show anything last week. Is that too harsh? Too harsh an intro? I don't know. <laughs> oh, mate, is it? Are you, are you too close to this game? Honestly, yeah, I'm cranky. This sucks. Can't believe, can't believe you let him do the Raiders. Honestly, <laughs> he has to talk about it now. Where are we? Oh, anyway, look, Sam Williams. No, nah, I don't love. Him. Um, I think that they are, oh, actually, I don't even know who they bring into the halves if, um, Sam Williams doesn't play, um, Aiden Caesar, maybe if he's still there. Um, but no, I wouldn't, wouldn't be picking up Sam Williams. doesn't really add a whole lot. Jack White's scores might just get bigger here. Um, he'll probably, he'll do everything. Um, I dare say so. If you're a Jack White owner, it's, that's some good news. Uh, good that Jordan Rapan is back as well. He was um, averaging somewhere in the 40s, I think. So he was producing some pretty handy scores for a, a Julius Center winger fullback. So not a bad option there. Um, if he can do something from the wing, I guess. Uh, Tommy Starling, still one to watch um, with Josh Hodgson back. Um, Josh Hodgson could rotate through lock with Ryan Sutton, um, potentially. But... Yeah, not sure. Tommy Starling looked like he copped a, a knock to his leg, knee maybe last week or ankle. Um, so they might manage him this week and produce another underwhelming score. Um, 
yeah. We'll see how he goes. Harry Renard is probably the shining light, I guess, fantasy-wise in this team. Um, produced a 60 from more or less base stats last week. So that's good to see. And he's looking like a, he's going to make an excellent cash cap. He picked him up early. Um, otherwise, not much to talk about um, from this Raiders squad. Um, yeah, what so do you I reckon? Tom Starling? Would you go? <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Tom Starling, is he a buy? Not this Still. week for me. Uh, I want to watch for a few weeks to see what they do now that Josh Hodgson's back. It, they, yeah, I don't know. I think Magic Round, Tom Starling played se- uh, low 70s, I think, minutes. Um, uh, but there was a HIA where um, Josh Hodgson came on into the second row or the back row somewhere. Um, so given there's no injuries, I would like to see what they do with that rotation suit before I pick up Tom Starling. Um and he's probably going to lose a little bit of cash, I guess. He's going to have a high-ish break, even giving out a, a 30-odd last week. Could be up around the... Oh, I suppose it could be up around the 50 mark, um, which he could very easily achieve. But um, not for me just yet. One to watch and definitely pick up if he gets 70-plus minutes, 65-plus minutes. Yeah, he's getting close to... That dangerously close to the bit overpriced um, at the moment, like nearly 600k. It's getting getting close to not being able to afford him, most people. Yeah, it'd be a point of difference, I guess. Um, depends how best you are and how, how you see it playing long-term. Because if Tom Starling's going to play 70-plus minutes, 65-plus minutes for the rest of the year, we can see that he scores almost a point a minute, um, assuming he gets a few run meters um, and a couple of attacking stats, which he normally does when he's on. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I like it, uh, even for 600k. Um, just given that he's not in heaps of teams. Uh, well, I'm going to say, yeah. I I reckon I reckon Raiders give the uh, I reckon Raiders give the Roosters a shout this week. I reckon I reckon the Raiders get up. I'm going to throw it out there, Moon. <laughs> I, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon Raiders win this week. Wait Thank up! You. Wait. Me too. Wait. Uh, I've got Charlie in the ear. Step in, standing you, in producer. She's saying you no. That, you're going to lose again. Oh, okay. You can clip it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Now that Charlie said it, and no chance. Sorry, Moon. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's a crime. It is what it is, buddy. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Ah, uh, that's um, about the Titan Sharks. <laughs> yeah, beauty. Um, all right, for the Sharkies, a uh, few suspensions again. Uh, Harodi, Dugan, and T. Wilton are all out. So Mulatalo comes onto the wing for Harodi. Uh, Wilton is plays, uh, replaced by uh, Sia Sophia Talakai, who comes back from a, from his suspension. Jesse Ramian also back, so um, comes back into the centres there. Sean Johnson named uh, to come back in from his hammy injury, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Chatty Townsend dropped to the reserves. Uh, don't worry for feeder. Training the house down. He's back on the bench. Uh, Magulius out of the squad. Uh, for the Titans, good news, everybody. Dave Fafita is back. Uh, somehow, uh, somehow managed to get the nod over Bo Fermor. So, unlucky Bo. But uh, Dave Fafita probably just pipped you, mate. Probably just pipped you. So, if you're Bo Fermor, unlucky, but keep trying. Um, <laughs> friend of the show, though. <laughs> friend, of the show, friend of the show, Bo Fermor. Underrated Bo Fermor. Um, Sam Stone's out of the squad. Patrick Herbert comes back from a calf injury. Uh, Isam Masters drops out of the side. Uh, so yeah, did a uh, hu- huge start to his Titans career. He said, did bits, <laughs> one yeah. and a half games, and he's out. <laughs> Unlucky. Uh, um, uh, Ash Taylor is also listed amongst the reserves. 
um, and could come back into the squad. Uh, Meany, why don't you kick us off, mate? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the Sharks. I'll let you talk about the Titans, uh, Daniel. Um, Favourite team to talk about the Sharks, so let's get around it. Um, <laughs> Plenty to talk Jesse, about. Yeah, I just want to talk about <laughs> the one and only. But anyway, I'll get to him later. Um, Jesse Ramian, start off with um, good addition back. He was he was producing some key centre-level scores before he got injured, so hoping he can pick up where he left off and he would, uh, he'll become a, a point of different centre option um, to go to. Um been a weapon with his tackle bus this year, so hoping he can, um, yeah, keep that going. Um, yeah, Sean Johnson again, as we've been saying, he's just waiting for him to you know, produce some decent scores, some actual relevant fantasy scores. Um, maybe without Chad Townsend in the team, um, that's kind of what he needs. Um, I don't think he's played, I don't think he's just partnered Matt Moylan and the Harbs for a full game, so um. Yeah, I hope, hope that he uh, can actually do some Sean Johnson sort of things here because it'll be a good one for him. I think he should have a bit of space, a bit of time to actually do something. Um, yeah, Aiden Tolman as well. Um, again, someone we've been talking about. They've got... Oh, yeah, they've got a few. They've got... Oh, that's it's a normal bench, isn't it? Aiden Tolman, uh, hopefully he gets some good minutes. He's been playing big minutes, so um, I'm loving to see that. And probably the only other bloke to mention is Matt Moylan keeping his spot at six. Um Still in something like 8% of teams, I think. Good for you. Score in the 40s. He's smashing it. Captain option, again. Always um, a captain option. Yeah, always. Yeah, genuine weapon. Uh, to be fair, he has, he's actually playing a lot better. Um, as I think we talked about a few pods ago with the Magic Round, he was taking the line on, and noticed it last week as well, against the against the Dragons, he was taking the line on a little bit, um, which is something you love to see. So... More opportunities for some attacking stats, especially against the Titans here, who have a lot of potential leak points. So, you know, it could be a big one for him. It could be a big one for any of these um, these Sharks players, I guess, if they if they have a good game. But um, yeah, look, wait and see. Um, yeah, I kind of I kind of rate Sean Johnson as a potential buy. Um, actually, with Chad Townsend, obviously they're they're knowing that knowing that Chad Townsend's going to be gone at the end of the year, they're thinking, okay, we need to we need to make a decision about Moylan and Johnson and give them as much game time as they can to prove if they should get another contract because I think they're both up at the end of this year, correct they me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So um, I guess Hannah's just thought, okay, chuck them in, see how they go, and if they can get a... I mean, get another contract that's it's up to them, really. So, um, And they'll probably be trying to prove to other clubs that they're worth buying as well. So I expect Sean Johnson to probably... Bounce back a little bit with Chad Townsend out. Um, should do all the kicking. But I guess kick as well. Exactly. Should do all the kicking. Um, should do basically everything. Moylan will do a bit more of the running and ball playing, but Johnson, all the kicking, all the game management. So should still play quite well, Sean Johnson. Probably not. I mean, he's still coming off the back of a pretty serious injury, so he's probably not going to be at his best, but he'll definitely be up there. I think his break even's around 70, so one to kind of keep an eye on for the next couple of weeks because he'll play over Origin, which is good. Um, Do you want to talk us through the Titans team? Yeah, sure. Look, we've talked on a lot of these players already, so I won't go into too much um, here. Brimo had a... I think he had a a bit of a rough game on the weekend, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Did a decent amount of work, but didn't really translate much to fantasy. Uh, What is it? Oh, he got a 46. That's right. So he got two tries against the Dogs, but two tries for a fullback should definitely be scoring around the the, the 55, 60 mark. So um, a bit... 
poor there because we, we've been talking about this a lot, how he does a lot of work but just doesn't translate to fantasy. So a bit underwhelming there from Brimo. I think there's just so many winger fullbacks. Brimson's probably not one that you want to hold on to for the whole year. Um, there's definitely better ones out there. But I guess if you see him, you know, improving, he could be a bit of a pod only owned by 5% of teams. Um, outside of that, Jamal Fogarty still very good. A lot of base stats scoring. I think he's got a 69-ish, I think, last week. Yeah, 67. Not as nice. Not as nice. Not as nice. But yeah, so still still quite good though. Um, Definitely a pod half um, and under 700k, which is excellent and will be playing through Origin. So definitely a good pick up Fogarty if you can get him in somewhere. Um, He's, yeah, he's one of those halfbacks we've been talking around, uh, talking about, about around the Moses type um, of player, you know, scores 60s, 70s pretty consistently, or probably not 70s, but mid 60s pretty consistently, and then has a game here or there that get they get around the 40 or 50. So, um, yeah, Fogarty's pretty good. Uh, outside of that, Tino had another good game. Um, but, yeah, probably should sell him because as soon as Peachy's back, he's not going to have so much of a good game. Um, and then there's Fafida, who, yeah, now that he's back, I think everyone that was holding him is pretty happy that he's back. Everyone that sold him, what is wrong with you? Get yourself checked. <laughs> That's about it. God, that. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I asked tentatively, what happened if you never had him? <laughs> oh, this mate. <laughs> you don't oh, really no. know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm seeking professional help. It's okay. <laughs> I'm seeking professional help. It's all okay. Um, anyway, that's pretty much it. Yeah. On to the uh, Knights and Seagulls. Again, has the potential to be a sneaky good game here. Uh, for the Knights, Kalen Pong is back uh, from his groin injury. Don't worry, I nursed him back to health. Very hands-on physical therapy. I got him back. He's all right, boys. Uh, Bradman Best also back. Um, from a hamstring, Kurt Mann moves from fullback to 5'8". Uh, Crossland um, into the side. Um, Blake Green, retired, boys. That's a sad one. Um, uh, Simi Sasangi uh, out of the 17. Uh, and for Manly, Curtis Sirenin, that's a big in. He's back this week. Carl uh, Lawton goes into, uh, I think he's starting in the back row with uh, Curtis Sirenin coming off the bench, um, which is interesting. Uh, so look for that to change probably before kickoff, or, or it might not. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Ola Kuatu, uh suffered a head knock, and he's out this week. Um, Toa Foles simply, uh, and Lawton obviously both beat um, the uh, the judiciary with just fines. Um, that's it, boys. Mooney, kick us off, mate. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this Knights team. Um, good to see Caelan Ponger back. Um, and he was a little underwhelming uh, the last few games he played for the Knights. Um, but hopefully he can steer um, the Knights back on track here a little bit. Um you know, because they've been struggling a little bit the last few weeks, obviously, uh, in his absence. So a little bit of leadership and, um, you know, produce a bit of X factor in this team. It's going to be a rough one against this informed manly squad, but, um, you know, hopefully he leads from the front and can, can produce a few uh, big fantasy scores here uh, before he heads into origin camp. Um, look, I've been talking about Bradman Best. Uh, I talked to him up the episode before he, um, before he was scratched late from the game, but, Again, uh, should be a good matchup against him v Brad Parker um, or Morgan Harper. They both defended very well, so um, hoping he can break a few tackles and muscle his way for a, for a few meat pies. Um, yeah, Jaden Braley's kind of dipped. In. He's starting to lose a little bit of cash, but still, um, you know, it's still going to be a season long keeper. But um, 
yeah, he's just not scoring up around the seven. He's hoping with KP back and maybe once Mitch Pierce comes back in, you know, a month or so, um, he can he'll have a little bit more um, free reign on the running um, and can produce some attacking stats as well. But otherwise, look, it's much for muchness for the rest um, the rest of the the Knights team. Um, yeah, it's not much. Not much uh, has changed, and you know, it's the same deal. What do you so, What do you think really about? Crossland now that uh, Blake Green's retired. Um, yeah, look, I'm more on him now. He's made a bit of cash actually. I was looking at it the other day. Um, so he picked him up as a mid ranger. I think he's almost at what 400k, isn't he? Um, let me just get it up. Yeah, three three seventy. He's basically there, but three seventy, and he's probably got a yeah. month worth of game time, or maybe five weeks. I think. I think Mitch Pierce comes back around around sixteen. Um, so what are we going to twelve? Yeah. So that's yeah, four or five games. So, um, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, actually, yeah, cheeky. If he'll probably get another hundred k, um, depending on his scores. Uh, if Knights hit a bit of form, he could get more attacking stats and you know have more than a hundred k price rises. But um, yeah, don't mind it if you need someone to downgrade to around that three hundred, uh, around that four hundred k mark. Um, not a bad option. A few other options around there, but yeah, don't mind Phoenix personally. What do you think? Yeah. Do you agree? You talking to me or Burmo? Uh, either of you. You know what? Whoever wants. Uh, to of course I. Of course I agree. <laughs> I, I. I think he's a decent cash cow option for a little bit until Pierce is back. But um, yeah, like you said, the Knights are pretty underwhelming at the moment, so they need to hit a bit of form for him to make a a, a bunch of cash. And you probably don't want to waste a trade on someone that's only going to make you about a hundred k. I think at this point, but I mean, he could make more. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Move on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, Manly. Uh, yeah. Um, pretty good, eh? Manly. Um, I don't really need to touch on too many of these players because we've we've talked about a lot of them um a lot over the last couple of weeks. Tom Trebojevic, absolutely amazing, killing it. He is. He's made three hundred k now you, in the last. Did you see the spray he gave Paseca? I loved it. Sad. He's just he's just spitting at everything. Just God, oh, oh, what a man, honestly. Mate, that's just the thing. Bloody... Gets you gets you motivated. Gets your team he's up. Gets you up and about, doesn't yeah. he? Wow, eh? Good, good to have in your team. They obviously needed that because Jake was trying that as well. Remember how he had them all in a circle and was screaming at him, and then they conceded yeah, another Jake... three tries. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's just another reason why Tommy's a better Trebojevic. <laughs> gives, gives gives a better rev up, but he yeah. Jakey's almost crying behind the try line trying to get the boys to do something. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tommy Tommy's just abusing blokes. They're like, "Yeah, sure, Tommy, I'll, I'll do whatever you need." <laughs> You're up twenty points, and he's still <laughs> yeah. abusing you. Yeah, he's still abusing him. Meanwhile, Jakey's Jakey's crying behind the try line because they're down forty. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, so Trevojevic going well. Saab doing well as well, um, just because of the form of this Manly team. He's getting the ball in a bit of space, which is good for him. Um, probably not a buy now. He's made a lot of cash already. I wouldn't jump on it now. I think he's well overs at the moment. Josh Schuster going to six. His scoring hasn't really taken too much of a dip. Obviously, a little bit, not as many tackles, but um, definitely still good at number six. Uh other than that, I think the bigger one is Sean Kepi. Um, very, very cheap at the moment, considering what he can normally um, be up at if he has a few big games. Uh, he he scored mid-40s in the last three rounds, so he's made a little bit of cash. I think he's at about 360, 370k at the moment. So he's still quite cheap. And I think even with Curtis Siren and, um back in this squad, 
he should be playing close to 80, if not 60, 70 minutes on that edge. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Foran comes back. If Schuster gets pushed to an edge, then Kepi might lose his spot. But I think if Schuster stays at 5'8", and if they play well here, I think if, if Schuster plays well here against the Knights, um, he might stay there long term and Foran might not come back in. Who knows what's going to happen um, there. But I think Kepi's a decent um, cheapie if you, if you like a bit of a risk and you need an edge. Um, not too bad of a player to pick up. Should be getting, you know, mid-40s and making another 100, 150k, um, depending on how many rounds he keeps in that starting spot. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it on Manly. Beauty. Love it, boys. Anything you want to touch on before we get into some questions and whatnot? No, nah, pretty happy to move on there. Lovely. Um, all right, gentlemen. Uh, i got some questions for you, some viewer questions before we get into our buy, sells, and our holds. Um, all right, first question. Uh, Mooney, I might throw to you first, mate. Uh, it comes from Joe. Uh, now, Joe wants to know, uh, I need another middle or edge, and they need to be cheap. Is uh, Palacio from the Broncos an option? What do we reckon? Uh, don't like Palacio as an option, given that um, Ricky is due back next week, I think, from his two-game suspension, and Glenn due back also next week, I'm pretty sure. So... Um, I can't see him being in that squad. Probably won't even get a bench spot um, over the next few weeks. Um, some other options, it depends on how cheap you're talking. If you need someone around the 300k mark, uh, looking at it there is it is rough. Um, but yeah, Sean Kepi, if you're, um, if you're willing to take a risk, um, isn't a terrible option. Um, otherwise, the two other options that I've been on board um, for a week or two now is Tom Gilbert and Flegler. They're both a little more pricey at the four around the four hundred k mark. Um, so that's they're probably the three options that I would look at. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. Daniel. There's not there's not much in the way of cheap mids and edges at the moment. There's no real new players coming through. I think the cheapest one you're going to find is Kepi, unless you go Palacio, but he's only going to be there for a week. You'll get one more cash cash rise out of him, which is maybe 50, 60 K. And then he's going to be shipped off to the bench, but more likely the reserves. So um, probably won't see much of him um, for the next couple of weeks when here's, Glenn and Ricky are back. question. I want, I want to throw something out there. Nobody yell at me. Nobody laugh oh, at me. Here we go. No, no, I'm being serious here. Chris Lewis. Oh, okay. Munster's going to be out for a little while and he's going to play Origin. He keeps getting named at six. I thought you were going to say Billy Burns, who's a much better option, really? actually. Yeah, now that I think about it, Billy Burns not too bad either. But Chris I was Lewis. Say all Billy Burns. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good. I'm just I mean, two forty-six k. That's all I'm saying. Break even of four is very low, and you might be right. He might play. I mean, if Munster goes, Jerome Hughes is going to need someone to partner him there, and he's probably the next best. And he did play well last week, so actually, I don't mind that to be honest. He's very cheap, and he gets the Bulldogs this week. Jeez, he could put on plenty. He got sixty-five last week. Against the Raiders, come on. <laughs> he's got the he's got exactly. the Broncos this week, and he's got the Titans next week, so he plays the round thirteen bye. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know. Chris good Lewis shout. to me doesn't doesn't sound crazy. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Good shout. I like it. I'll go it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, I'll go. I'll go Chris Lewis over Palacio. That's for sure. All right, so so a few options there. So we've got Billy Burns, potentially Chris Lewis, and then if you've got a little bit more to spend, what did you say, Moon Flegler or like Gilbert? Or Gilbert, yeah. Oh, okay. the high or, end, or... high end is Harawira and Ira. He's he's a top tier there. If you can, I get mean, if you got a little oh, more cash, I'd up Dave for feeder. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you actually, you know what? Do you need a middle edge forward? Because this Blake Nathan Cleary is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Uh, Andrew asks, is Albert Kelly a good cash cow and thoughts on Matt Burton as a keeper centre? Daniel, do you want to kick us off with this one, mate? Oh, wait, can you say Albert Kelly is a good cash cow? Um, yeah. Okay, I'll start with that first. Um, I'd say no, just talking before how we um, were saying that we don't even know if he's going to keep that spot. I mean, if Milford plays well this week, Kelly's going to be out when Gamble comes back. I think it's too much of a risk um, bringing in Kelly, but if you're willing to take that risk, sure. Go for it. He'll make a bit a bit more cash, and um, as long as he stays in the team, yeah, he'll make another 100, 150K easy. Moon? Okay, and what about what about Burton as a keeper centre? The... Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, we touched on it before. Burton um, probably, in my eyes, I don't see him as a keeper, but over the origin period and a little bit after it, he was going to make a decent amount of cash. So I, if you have the trades, I would go him, um, but I don't have the trades, so I'm going to avoid him for now. I agree, I agree with um the first part with Albert Kelly, Matt Burden. I do see as a keeper centre. The way uh, he'll have a few you know downish scores that that's the way centres go. Um, but the role that the Panthers are on, it's unreal, and Matt Burton's looking so don't mind it. Love it, boys. Um, all right, final question, Mooney. I'll start with you, mate. What should I do with Suwali? Mark wants to know: Is he a sell? Uh yeah. Yeah, I do. That's pretty short. Know, quick, yeah. Um, if, if you can, maybe hold him a couple of weeks. Like if you don't need to urgently trade and see what happens with Tedesco over Origin, because Joe Manu might play fullback and they could bring him in to fill in that centre role. So you could get a month worth of um, games out of him. And if so, then maybe you'd, you'd get 60, 70K out of him and you can upgrade to someone who's a little bit less, a little bit more than base price. That's the way I'd handle that situation, but yeah, if you can if you can move him on, not a terrible option. Uh, Daniel, no, you, you you hold him, you hold him through Origin. Um, do not sell him now; he's not worth selling at, at two hundred and thirty k. Um, you you basically just leave him in your reserves now. Because what if you don't have a full team? What if Mark doesn't have a full team? Yeah, but how who are you going to sell him and bring in? You're not going <laughs> to get Lewis. any cash. Chris Lewis is still fifteen k more than him. Like I don't think he has fifteen k in the bank, Daniel. Jeez, be, be considerate. Maybe he's been smart with his money. No, Ma- Mark, you you got bigger issues, mate. Um, hold to Ali, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Jesus, you take a look at yourself. Issues. No, okay. We shouldn't. We shouldn't abuse. Mark. Yeah, we shouldn't abuse our fans. Let's see. Um, let's not abuse our fans, huh? No, Suwali. Suwali's a good, I think, hold through Origin, just because Teddy will be out, and like you said, Manu will definitely play fullback. So. Um, they obviously will bring Suwali in every chance that they can in that centre spot. So, yeah, hold on to him. Beauty. Uh, boys, now, here's the real ones. Uh, real questions here. Uh, Mooney, <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you, mate. Buy, sell, hold. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so my buy this this week is Reese Walsh. Um, for the 70% of teams that don't have him or something on those lines, 67. Um, 67. Yes, he's starting fullback, guaranteed, gun. Got to got to um, pull the trigger and bring him in. Uh, my sell is Sam Walker, I'm sure. Um, uh, yeah, look, you can argue against this and call him a, call him a hold, but um, I think if you, if you can... Um, not a terrible trade. Or if like, he's made a heap of cash, he's only going to lose it now. Um, I, I don't mind that trade. I also could be swayed to say that he's a hold, but um, I think he's a sell. Um, and my hold is going to be... 
Um, oh man, I didn't actually have a hold. Not gonna lie to you. Um, but <laughs> uh, little puppy, okay. I'm gonna say, is my hold. Um, again, could be could be swayed into saying that it's a sell, considering he's 800k sitting on your bench. Um, but look, he's going to be someone that you want in your team, given the run uh, in the run home to finals. Um, he's averaging something ridiculous, 64. Um, yeah, it's it's hard not to have him in your team. So I'm gonna gonna hold him for a month or a little bit longer. Um, it'll hurt, but. I don't mind it. That's my okay. I guess it's my turn now. Yeah, uh, you would guess okay. correct. Um, right. Bye. <laughs> I, I really liked your call before of Chris Lewis as, a, as an option, um, Burmo, but I'm not going to say he's the buy. I'm going to say um, Nico Hines is a buy um, just because Pappenhausen, the news don't is that he's going to be all, out. To be honest. Yeah, he's going to be out longer term. Then first thought, probably won't play first state of origin as well. So um, Hines has got a, a decent shout in this squad. and Especially with, with the Melbourne draw as well. So there's yeah. points on offer for him as well. Exactly. And with Chris Lewis um, at 5'8", I can see Hines getting his hands a lot more on the ball than, than Chris Lewis. So, um, yeah, he's probably my buy. My sell is Walker as well. There's really not many sells out there outside of like Pappenhausen and Walker really this week. Unless you're really struggling. Like, if you're still holding Josh Curran, he might be a sell. But if you've held him this long, he might be back in a week or two as well. So he could be a hold um, possibly as well. Look, I'm on the fence about half of these boys now. Um, my hold, though, is going to be Dane Laurie. He, um, I think I said, I think I called him as a hold last week as well. I think he needs to be held over the origin period if you have him as a winger fullback just because there's so many other wingers that are going to be out over the origin period. So that's my buy-sell hold. Yeah, love it. Love your work, boys. Well done. Tom, do you um, buy wholesale? No, nah, mate, not my job. Fair enough. <laughs> I ask the questions. I don't answer them. <laughs> I, ga- I gave you the gem of Chris Lewis, all right, buddy? That's my work done, all right? That's a buy. That's a buy. Thank you. That's a buy. Done. Done. Self, George Williams. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't hold, even think hold, about that. Hold, Nathan Cleary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good <laughs> actually, not a bad shout. I mean, he's not going to play all of Origin, but you're definitely not going to sell Nathan Cleary. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, buddy. This, I'm, I'm keeping the lights on for us, boys. I'm paying the bills with this insight. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what we didn't touch on? The fact that it's Indigenous round this round. Oh, actually, yeah, that is that is a good uh, good good thing to touch on as well. Um, and there's quite a uh, quite. Have you seen all the jerseys and all the yeah. artwork that's been coming through on it? it looks bloody amazing. Man, they I always think, do a great job this year. Andrew, uh, Andrew Fafita designed the design part of the Sharks shirt, so that's pretty hey, really? nifty, yeah. Where are we? So God, that's cool. To tell him, not only is he training the house down, but he's designing... He's painting the house down. He's, <laughs> he's also painting the house down. Did you guys see... Oh, was it Adam Reynolds' boots? Whose boots were they? They were like the... Watson. Painted they were, oh, was it Connor Watson's? They looked Connor Watson. Real. Connor Watson so does... Connor, Connor Watson has a bit to do... With uh, with charity work and all that sort of stuff as well, and I think I think he does something uh, around an organisation that does. I, I could be wrong there, but um, yeah, Connor Watson every year has the has the has the hand painted boots and all that sort of stuff. Does an amazing job with them as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, yeah. Oh gee whiz! As if he needs any other favours done for him. Just he's already busy. So I reckon. He's already, <laughs> he he does in my dreams. <laughs> oh, God. And just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh shit! And just like that, I, I reckon that's where we wrap it up, gentlemen. 
Um, could be it could be an interesting uh, weekend of footy here. It could be some massive scores. It's going to be interesting to see what Cleary does. Um, but boys, love your work um, for another week. Let's uh, let's enjoy the footy this weekend, and we'll uh, we'll touch base with a review next week. Hey, well, do thanks, mate. Love your work, gents. Cheers, bye, mate. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our round twelve review coming Monday.